Loud barking interrupted his melancholy thoughts. He carried his bowl with him as he walked to the kitchen window. An enormous black and white dog was barking merrily as it frolicked in his grandmother's daffodils. Shit! He'd helped plant those bulbs when he was a kid. They were heirloom varieties. He struggled with the cranky window sash, finally getting it open a few inches. Hey! Get out of there! The dog looked up at him and barked, seeming quite oblivious to how annoyed he was. Katie! A man's voice yelled. Katie, get out of there! Beck watched the man. He was several yards off, walking between what used to be two large garden plots. Katie, come! The dog finally obeyed, and Beck studied the man more carefully, now that the flowers were no longer in danger. Dear God! Was that really Cal? Beck hadn't seen him in years, not since his grandma had a falling out with Cal's family, one he'd never understood. Cal had certainly... matured well. Physically, at least. And damn if he wasn't three times hotter than he'd been at eighteen, and that was saying a hell of a lot. His shoulders had widened and his t-shirt strained over his biceps. Hell, he could probably bench-press Beck. Beck pushed the screen door open and stepped onto the porch, wishing he was wearing something other than sleep pants and a faded Emory University t-shirt. Oh, shit, did I wake you? Cal asked. I forgot you big city people don't wake up at dawn like we do out here. Did he have to start that crap right off? I was awake, I just didn't bother getting dressed to sort through boxes. Not that he'd been awake all that long, or actually unpacked anything except the coffee grinder. Cal brushed at some dust on his jeans, drawing Beck's eyes to his muscular thighs. Sorry about Katie. She doesn't usually run off, she must have smelled something new and wanted to check it out. At least that's what Beck thought, he said. He was too busy staring to really listen. After too long of a lull in the conversation, heat filled Beck's cheeks. He was being way too obvious. And since it was unlikely Cal had changed much since high school, he doubted Cal wanted another man giving him a once-over. Is she a Great Dane? Beck nodded toward Katie. Dogs were a safe conversational topic. She is. And she's a great farm dog, aren't you, girl? He scratched her ears and she beamed at him. Seeing Cal lean down face to face with a dog who obviously loved him wasn't making it easy for Beck to remember he didn't like the man and that there wasn't a chance in hell of Cal wanting anything from him other than his name on a real estate contract. Not that Cal's dislike of him had ever stopped Beck from fantasizing. In high school, he had spent an inordinate amount of time in the shower jerking off to thoughts of Cal, even as he hated him for acting like a friend when they were kids and then saying nothing when his friends began mocking Beck and later threatening him. As Beck tried to stop contemplating the waves in Cal's thick, dark hair, Cal looked up and smiled. God, his lips were so full. Do not look at his lips. This is ridiculous. He looked at his grandmother's flowers instead. They looked quite bedraggled, although they were close to the end of their blooming season anyway. She really did a number on these. Oh, she was just playing. They're heirloom varieties. Shit. Could he sound like more of a prick? Cal studied the flowers. They just look like daffodils to me. They are daffodils, but then I can plant you some more bulbs. 
Beck exhaled sharply. That's not the point. Katie messed up the flowers. I'll plant more flowers. Simple as that. Cal's accent had grown stronger throughout the conversation. Why did Beck get the feeling Cal was only playing the role of dumb farm boy? Why are you here? Cal's expression turned wary. I came to get Katie. No other reason? Should there be another reason? Beck narrowed his eyes. I suppose not. Though, while I'm here, here comes the sales pitch. You could offer me some coffee. <laughs>